slow, it's slow, it's so slow. Is it not going to record? Is it going to record? I literally just have like my circle going like this. It says for me it's recording. <laughs> oh, for real? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Well, we'll just go with that since my computer slept. Welcome back to another episode of The Drink. You guys know that every other week I have a new and special guest. And this week I have my little Blake. There we go. There we go. I have my little voice, Jaslyn, everybody, give her a great welcome as you're listening. Jaslyn, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm 14. I turned 15 in May. Um, I love musical theater and cooking. Yeah. Oh, and don't you paint as well? Just let me do some art. Yes, I do. Um, I was actually working on a couple orders before I the podcast. So, yeah. That is so cool, y'all. So, of course, Jaslyn's going to have her. And that's how you say your name, right? Jaslyn? Yes. I'll make sure, girl. Jaslyn's going to have, like, I'm going to have all her, you know, social media on the, like, description. Um, So make sure you follow her Instagram because she does post some really cool art. But also, you just need to go ahead and follow her mom because, like, her mom always posts stuff about all her kids. But Jaslyn's always got something going on. So literally um I want to talk about your musical theater uh journey like how you got started how you got how you became interested uh what uh endeavors you're doing like what shows you might be doing recently so yeah. okay so when I was like seven or eight I was at this dance company and they were doing a spring show they were doing Shrek the musical and the director of the show she asked me, my mom, she was like, is it okay if like Jasmine auditions for the show? And mind you, I only knew like dance stuff. I did, I knew nothing about like musical theater or anything. So I was like, okay, sure, why not? This is new. And I got Lord Farquaad and it was a really fun show. <laughs> it was also funny because I was like really small compared to everyone else and mm -hmm. stuff. And I was running around on the stage on my knees and it really hurt. <laughs> oh. so wait you were already smaller than everybody else or were you what like just because you were on your knees you were smaller than everybody else I was already smaller than everybody else because what from what I can remember they were all like eighth grade and like high schoolers and there weren't that many like elementary students like in the in the musical so I was like one of the only ones and they're like can you like go down your knees and I'm like sure so I was just running around the stage saying my lines and stuff. And I could hear my mom cackling in the audience because audience it, it was funny. <laughs> That's how your musical theater journey began. So yes, even though you were on your knees the whole time, like what about it made you be like, I would do that again? Honestly, I think it was just like, because I mean, I've always loved performing. Like even when I was still in dance, I love performing for people. And I think it was just like that rush. You know, like when you're on the stage, and you're performing for people and you hear like the audience, you know, reacting to everything you do and stuff. And I realized that I really did like it. Mm -hmm. And after that, I started doing more shows and I got bigger roles and I even got to help choreograph stuff time and time. Um, and yeah, that's, I now go to performing arts high school because of it, because I'm passionate about it. So, yeah. That is so cool. I, growing up, I kind of wish that I went to like a performance arts school but then I I think back and I'm like I just would have been so shy like I wouldn't have wanted to actually go out and do what I wanted to do I just think it's just 
a different experience than normal mm -hmm. high school, you know, like yeah. what do your classes even look like? Um, oh boy. Um, so all my classes look like a lot, they're like very different. Like my acting class, it's in the black box theater. We have like a black box theater in our school. And um, my art classes, they're in like these giant like studios and they have like giant windows and stuff. And um, cause the school's new, like it's like been open now for like a year, I wanna say. Um, but it's, my classes are honestly, I'm really thankful for my teachers cause they've really helped me like improve not only just in theater, but my art teachers as well. They've taught me like new like techniques and like tactics that help me with my drawing, but also help me with my paintings to make them look better, which gets me more like, you know, customers and stuff like that mm -hmm. and um actually there was a showcase back in like November and the director was like she saw that I was like I sold paintings she's like well you can like sell them in the lobby if you want to and I literally like I almost sold on all my stuff like both nights mm -hmm. so I would set up in the lobby and like people would come in when they would buy the tickets they would look at my stuff and like I almost sold out of all my things Wow, that is amazing. So mm -hmm. you're not only like you're learning things that you can utilize again outside of the classroom since you are painting and you clearly getting customers and everything that was just amazing that you're doing that at such a young age. I think teaching just like the youth in general, like entrepreneurship is such a big deal because I feel like when I was growing up that it it was seen as like an outlet to to have like as a job mm -hmm. but it wasn't like I feel like harped upon and it wasn't like pressed into us I think we just grew up and realized the normal nine to five wasn't what we wanted to do and we got to figure right. out ourselves. so that is really cool that you're already learning that now in high school <laughs> excuse me um that's awesome so your mom mentioned to me and we kind of talked about it before we got on here that you went to a festival tell us a little bit about it okay so there's this thing that they host in Atlanta called JTF Junior Theater Festival and it's a three-day event and um they have like uh so we have this adjudication so we basically we we brought once on this island and instead of doing the full show you bring 15 minutes of it and you perform it to the judges and you get like different awards and stuff and um we actually got three awards um mm -hmm. we got one for inspiration we meant like they meant like we moved the judges a lot and mm -hmm. they actually cried the judges were crying after our cut oh. um <laughs> we got one for choreo um it was student choreo actually so I was on there um it was really cool and then we got one from our director and she's actually going to New York in the summer for the scholarship program that she got accepted into. So that's cool. Wow. So you're really like not even dipping your toes, I feel like, but just going feet first into like this industry. That mm -hmm. is awesome. That is so cool. I think, does it like just give you like a high, like just going on stage and dancing and singing? Yes, it does. And like, <laughs> like seeing like all of like the months and like hard work that not only I put in, but like seeing like the cast put like all the hard work into the show and knowing that like, we're getting awarded and stuff and that people actually like genuinely enjoyed it makes me want to do it even more. Because it's like, it's good knowing you can make people smile and stuff. And I think 
it's really fun to do and stuff. And even though it's my first JTF, I hope I go back again next year because I did learn a lot of things. And actually, oh, wait, there's another thing. So basically, there's this new uh, thing that they're starting. They started this year. It's called, it was called the iTheatric Special Audition. And from like every company or like every like performing arts school that like went to JTF, they can pick up to three students to go to the audition. And I was one of them from my company. Mm -hmm. And after my audition, which was on Friday, I got called back. <laughs> so I got called back and then I did it again. And they they looked very impressed with me and they were like nodding their heads up. They were smiling at me a lot, but we won't find out if I got in or not until April 1st, I believe, because wow. also there's not only one JTF in like Atlanta, there's one in California, there's one in Europe and there's one in Australia. So they're going to all four JTFs. And then after that, they're going to figure out who gets to go. Wow. Oh, yeah. Go where? Um, <laughs> go to New York. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a five-day trip. Um, you get to learn like a bunch of choreo from a bunch of musicals that are like they're releasing their rights to. And they put it on like a CD. So whenever like directors buy the rights for the show, I'll be on there. So if I do get picked, I get to learn the core and stuff and I'll be on those like discs forever. And I get to go see Broadway shows. I get to meet like producers and like directors of like Broadway shows and stuff. And I get to meet people from Broadway, which is crazy. I actually met somebody from Broadway from Six the Musical, Taylor Amani, who played one of the lead roles. Um, she was really sweet and stuff. But yeah, that was the other thing that I got called back for. I really hope I get in though, because that would be honestly really crazy because that's my first JTF and I've already accomplished so much. And I think it would just also be another good experience for me because Broadway is honestly what I want to do. And obviously being on like TV and stuff would be fun to do, but that's a much harder industry to be in, but not only physically, but mentally. You have to have like the mental state to like not care what other people say about you like you know with all like the rude comments and stuff wow but, Ooh, that's like yeah something to talk about and I, I can't remember I know that you know I interviewed you before it was very brief um but that is something that I actually as you were talking I was thinking about too the difference between television movies versus like Broadway and theater stuff and it's so interesting like you're right when you go to a Broadway play or whatnot you're not really concerned about I mean you you might know like some of the actress actors and director mm -hmm. and everything but you're not kind of harping on their lives and what are they wearing and maybe right. what, maybe you are what they're wearing but like <laughs> they just their personalities and, and mm -hmm. whatnot and maybe like extremists who follow those people do that but not like people on tv mm -hmm. that is such a good point I think there is like a major highlight on people because tv is accessible movies are accessible I feel like not saying that plays in Broadway aren't but Broadway is pretty like <laughs> intense <laughs> excuse right. me it's one intense. Broadway play it was the Phantom of the Opera in New York Ooh. it was I am so glad that I had that opportunity but yeah, that's that's a really good point that there's a major difference. And I think we did discuss kind of last time we talked about just you being mature for your age and just being able to like 
not really want to like do too much on social media, even as you're doing this stuff, because it's tempting. Like you're doing a lot of great, amazing things in the musical theater stuff. And so it could be tempting for anyone your age to want to like post stories or post things about your accomplishments and things. So you're doing a really great job of just staying on the low and just working and grinding and like seeing where that's taking you. Thank you. That's that's a major thing. I think it, a lot of people in my generation and sometimes younger can struggle with just letting it play out. Like we're not gonna even try to, <laughs> excuse me, we're not even gonna try to like talk about it, post about it. Like just let mm-hmm. like doing your work and letting it play out. So that's right. that's commendable. I like that. And there was something else I wanted to ask you. Oh shoot. I don't remember what it was, but you were talking kind of about, um, oh, if, so if you, you know, you do get this and you get to go to New York, you get to do Broadway plays, like, is there a specific director you want to work with? Is there a specific choreographer? Is there a specific Broadway play you want to see or plays you want to see? Like, give us the deets of like, what, Mm. what would your ideal time be if you got this opportunity? I would love to see Anastasia, um, I always loved the movie. Um, I was mad when it took off at Disney Plus, but I saw Anastasia the musical uh, with my friend, and it was really good. And I would love to see that on Broadway with all the costumes and the and the vocals and stuff. And Anastasia, it's always been a good show. Like I've always loved the plot and the songs. And yeah, what's another show? Oh. Dang, that's hard because there's like a lot of good shows I would love. To, I would love to see Mean Girls. I would love to see Mean Girls. Um, they actually released the rights for Mean Girls Junior, and I would love, 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 love to see Mean Girls because it is such a good show. Um, the songs are really good. The choreo was amazing. Um, I didn't even know they had a Mean Girls show. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it's been out for a while now, actually. Wow, I didn't even know that. Wow, I was another one. There were, I was about to say one. Wait, uh, what's it called? Six, six the musical. Um, yes, I love that one too. It's not really more of like a musical, musical, but it's very popular. It's not a lot of like choreo though, it's like a lot of like stage blocking, but not like a bunch of dancing, dancing oh. and stuff. But it's a really good story, and yeah, it's so cool. I love that. Oh, I remember my question. So I was taking these girls to school and I let them, you know, pick some songs for a playlist because why not? Don't know what they listened to at that age. They they were really young. They were like seven, seven and 11. Oh my gosh. I don't even remember. Oh, forgive me. Um, If you're listening to this, but they put on their playlist, Percy Jackson and the lightning thief. And I did not realize that there oh was my a whole world of Percy Jackson. And so I basically memorized all the songs because we were listening to it <laughs> every day for like months. And I wanted to ask you about it. Like if you'd seen it, if you'd heard of it, if you'd ever performed it, like. I have seen Percy Jackson. Uh, my friend was actually in the show. Um, yeah, I did not know that there was a, like a Percy Jackson like musical until she invited me. She's like, hey, you want to come see my show? She said, we're doing Percy Jackson. I was like, there's a musical for that? She was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. 
Um, it was really good. The song's really catchy. Um, yep. <laughs> it was not what I expected, though, at all. It was a lot different from what I expected, but it was really good. So what uh, is that's you honestly what they're doing right I now, though. I want to know what you expected as a musical theater actor. Um, I'm not even going to lie. I did not know what to expect, but I didn't expect it to be like that. Mm. Um, I didn't expect for the songs to be like so... What's the word? I didn't expect the songs to be so like diligent, like vibrant, kind of. I expected it to kind of be a bit more gloomy, just a bit. But um, yeah, it was not what I was expecting. I really didn't know what to expect, but it was it was a really good show. That's that show seems fun to do. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. I like. The music itself made me curious about the show. I was like, right. where I can watch this because now <laughs> I have like visions of what could possibly be happening, but all I have are the songs on my Spotify mm -hmm. playlist. Um, so <laughs> that is really cool. I think that's that it's awesome that you can listen to a soundtrack to something and not only like come up with like your own idea of like what could be happening, but then when you get to see it, it just puts mm -hmm. like a perspective on that. So right. The difference between listening to soundtracks and then the visual aspect of a play, mm -hmm. putting those things together, like, it makes it huge. So is there yeah. a specific part of musical theater that's your favorite? Definitely dancing. Um, even though I quit dancing a while back, I still love dancing. I'm not as flexible as I used to be. I was, like, really flexible back then. But... Um, I love the dancing part. Like it's a, it's always really fun, especially because um, with the community theater I'm with right now, I'm like in almost like every single like dance number, dance break possible, and I'm always in the front. And I always love it because <laughs> it's just it's like it's so exciting and stuff. And um, with certain roles though, uh, I'm trying to think, with certain roles though, sometimes it's the songs. It just depends on what show I'm doing. Like when I did Sister Act in the summer, it was more of the songs because, I mean, there wasn't really that much dancing and I was a lead, so I couldn't really dance to begin with. But um, I, it honestly depends with what show we're talking about because if we're talking about something like Sister Act, it's obviously going to be the songs. But if it's something like Newsies, it's going to be dancing because it's like dance and stuff. But yeah, it really just depends on the show for me. And so I know we touched a little on uh, TV and uh, movies versus musical theater. I want to know what are some, I guess, like, let's do like a versus round. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. when, you know, the play versus the movie, like things like, is there a movie or, you know, a play that you prefer seeing the movie? versus the play or is it always going to be like no nah, I'd rather see the play than than watch the movie <laughs> mm, that's a hard one okay um I'm gonna start off with Mean Girls I'm gonna see the musicals better than the movie and I know a lot of people might come after me oh. but but <laughs> I think Mean Girls the musical because the songs really do add on to the story and like raise the like the stakes and obviously Mean Girls, the original movie is really good. Don't get me wrong. But the songs in Mean Girls, the musical itself are really, really good. 
and they they elevate the storyline, the characters. They make you think of them like in a different perspective and whatnot. Because when I saw Mean Girls, like the movie, I thought Katie was a bad guy because I'm like, oh, she's continuing being mean. Like it's all her fault. But when I saw Mean Girls, the musical, I realized that like she's not the bad guy. She's been homeschooled in Africa. She doesn't know what's right, what's wrong. And she's just not going into high school with a bunch of kids. She doesn't know what's right from wrong. So it really wasn't her fault. And I think that's another thing also musicals and movies they give you different perspectives on characters and the show itself Ooh, yeah oh that is so interesting that (laughs) even though it's the same kind of storyline that you know you would get more information on a character in one form than you would in another or just not even more information, but just different perspectives on it. That is so interesting. Because let's be real. I remember, I think the Phantom of the Opera, I saw it on Broadway. That was the first time I'd ever seen it. I never saw the movie. And then years later, I saw the movie. And yeah, there's just something about, like, I preferred the the Broadway version. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you're seeing, you're sitting in your seat and you're seeing the chandelier being hoisted up and then like you're just feeling like the vibrations in the in the whole like music hall and you're just it's and then just seeing everything occur yes (coughs) excuse me there is just something just like an extra something it's like a spark about live theater like that's Mm -hmm. just different than watching a movie so that is so cool that is awesome so okay what do you uh give us like a like a either like a shout out or an inspirational motivational message for people your age who are pursuing their dream whether it is musical theater or not um what is something that you want to encourage them with okay i have two things one don't procrastinate ooh um <laughs> y'all <laughs> My mom tells me this literally all the time. And because honestly, I just realized I'm going to be like an adult in like three years. And it comes if it weren't for my mom, like to keep pushing me, I probably wouldn't have been where I am right now with theater and with the art stuff. And she's helped promoting my, my stuff and everything. And if you just keep waiting, you're just going to keep getting older and you could have missed opportunities that you don't know that you could have had, but you waited. So don't procrastinate. And two, especially with musical theater, if they tell you no, don't stop auditioning for stuff. Because to build up your success, you need to have failure sometimes. And I realized this when I went to my high school. I had auditioned for two of my shows and they said no, obviously. And when I asked them about feedback, they were happy because they realized that I'm serious about this. And they were like, I'm glad that you didn't stop auditioning for stuff because that proves to me that you're willing to take no for an answer. And that's another thing with certain like theater kids, when they get told no, they they just don't audition for stuff ever again. That's like, you're going to get no sometimes. <laughs> it's going to happen eventually. You're going to get a no and you can't stop because if you stop, then like you're not going to accomplish anything. And I think going into high school really did show that for me because 
even with a lot of the shows that I've done, like it wasn't like everyone got accepted. And I mean, I always got a role because not many kids were serious about theater as much as I was. But going into high school, a performing arts high school, there were other kids that were serious about theater as well. And it wasn't that I was being competitive, but I was very determined to get into the show. And obviously when I didn't get, right, thank you. But obviously when I didn't get in, I was a little bit upset, but then I realized nine, like almost a hundred people had auditioned for the show. Our director could only let in like 40 people. So when I was talking to her about like my feedback, she was like, you didn't even do bad, Jaslyn. It was just, you know, it was also about like making sure that like the seniors and stuff got in like their last show because, you know, it's the last show here. It's the spring show and stuff. And I was like, oh, no, it's okay. I understand you had to cut like a lot of people. And she was like, you did really good. Um, I just kind of felt like you were holding back and stuff. And she gave me my feedback and I'm going to improve on that. And you can't just, when they give you feedback, you can't just stop because, you don't know what could happen if you audition again. They could say yes, they could say no, but you don't know if you don't audition again for stuff. Okay. Wow, 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 wow. I love that. She not she wasn't just talking to y'all. She was talking to me <laughs> at 28. Okay. Stop procrastinating and don't give up. That is so important. Like honestly. <laughs> excuse me goodness I have this lingering cough honestly I think that's so important because anybody who's in a creative field will tell you that rejection is normal it is you're not going to be perfect at everything you have to learn somewhere like you said like you you took the nose you asked for feedback and you're going to try again later but you're going to be better because you took the feedback and you're working right. on it like how can you become better if you know, you're not willing to hear those things. And as you were talking, I was thinking about like major movie actors, like they've had to have nose. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like not every yeah. single, like you, of course you see them in all these movies, but you know that they've tried out and auditioned for all sorts of movies and they didn't get into all the, the auditions that they went to, even though they are mm -hmm. Ryan Gosling or whoever they are, like right. they get into every role because not every role fits everybody. Exactly. So I just was like, man, that is, that is too true. You cannot give up. And I think it's easy for even, I mean, it's easy for anybody because we're human, but like for young kids specifically, rejection just hurts. I remember, mm -hmm. I remember trying to act. I think I did like a little acting thing. It was it's truly was just a little acting thing. I don't really remember what it was. I think it was for like the fine arts, this fine arts competition. And I don't even know why, like, <clears throat> And honestly, like the rejection was just kind of painful for me. I was like, man, this is not for me. And I just went on with it. But who knows if I had just been like, is there anything I can improve on? Was I really, you know, what was it that, you yeah. know, maybe I would be an actress instead or actor instead. Oh, that's something else. This is the last thing we're going to talk about. We only have so much time. So I didn't realize until I think recently, which maybe was last year, that now women actors prefer to be called actors now and not actresses I just was like oh actress you know I kept just throwing it around actress actress and then I started listening to a podcast um, of three of my favorite actors female actors on One Tree Hill and they kept calling themselves actors and I was like they're not saying actresses and I you know 
but it's because of like the level, like yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> I did not know that. But of course, you probably you know you're in musical theater, so you're probably yeah. Like, this is so like, what do you feel like? How do you feel about that? Do you think that 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 kind of levels the playing field for female and male actors because we're all being called actors? Yes and no. Because obviously when women started to like, you know, get into movies and stuff and they were called actresses, a lot of people were like, oh, well, there's this majority of women. So we're just going to call them actresses because well, they're the majority and it doesn't matter. And um, a lot of men were just like, well, she's a girl. Of course she got in. This is what she wants to do. It's a girly thing. And especially like with like middle schoolers and like elementary kids, like when I did shows, I played a lot of the guy roles because there weren't that many guys. And mm -hmm. when you go on Broadway, there's a, there's like more guys than girls, but they prefer to be called actors because they just felt like it wasn't fair. Because especially oh, during the early 2000s, I want to say a lot of like guys, they would treat a lot of the girls differently because when they were like, and movies and stuff they're like oh well she's a girl like she's an actress not an actor they would like treat them like that it was a different thing but it was the same thing and mm -hmm. a lot of women felt like it was dumb because they're the same thing but why should they be called different things if they're the same thing yeah and that's why they call themselves actors now because they shouldn't have to be called different things when they're doing the same job yeah just because of their their gender or right wow their femininity okay <laughs> I like that I like that I like that they're called actors too I just like realized that I was so curious and I wanted to hear from the main source of musical theater for me <laughs> which is you so interesting well Jasmine this has been a great conversation as usual I mean this is our only a second you know second interview but I always have a great time listening to you because again you're such a mature young woman who just knows what she wants already at such a young age and that's so rare that is so rare. I love it and you guys totally need to follow her journey she doesn't she's not really you don't have like a personal Instagram necessarily your mom posts like everything about you yeah your thing so well we'll if she, if she allows it we'll we'll post her uh social media so you guys can see Jaslyn in action but definitely support her in any way is there like a website we can follow so we can order some art something to support you um we actually haven't put up a website yet um i was talking to my mom about it she was like maybe later on but also because it's my freshman year she just wants me to finish it and make sure that I at least know like the basics of high school. And now that I know my classes for next year, we're gonna try to get it down maybe in the summer if possible. Cause I have been getting a lot of orders recently, but people just been DMing me on Instagram and that's just how I've gotten the, the details for the stuff. Yeah. But also websites cost money and they're expensive. So. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> mm -hmm. for sure. Well. We'll figure out a way. I know you, I think you still have your art Instagram on there, right? Did you yes. That? Okay. So we're going to put your art Instagram on there. So if anybody does see your art, then they can still support you, make an order, you know, 
follow your journey through that. But I just appreciate you for joining me on an episode of The Drink, you guys, because she gave us all the musical theater wisdom and just wisdom for life. Don't procrastinate. Don't give up. I love it. So I will see you guys next time on the next episode of The Drink. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs)